Hello, and welcome to the PPR Plus Podcast, your new home for talks about fantasy football players, picks, rankings, plus more. We'll be the three hosts for this podcast, starting with me. Hello, my name's Rob. How's everybody doing? This is Dan. What's going on, fantasy football podcast listeners? This is Raspoli. Uh, three of us are longtime friends and longtime fantasy football players who enjoy playing the game of fantasy football and talking about it. Our goal for this podcast was just for us to be able to talk about fantasy football to others who also enjoy it as much as we do, hopefully share some of the knowledge and experience we picked up along the many years of playing, if we have any. So sit back and enjoy the discussions on this episode of the PPR Plus Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the PPR Plus Podcast. A little housekeeping in order, Dan's having a child, and uh, so he's going to be calling in for the next couple weeks just gonna be a little mobile just while you know life happens and things happen but uh i lost my track of train of thought i'm already died wow all right for the record my, my wife is having a child his okay Dan, dan's wife is having a child <laughs> i i think they figured that one out but i mean we can't be too sure but his wife's having a child i'm gonna I'm leave kidding. that in that's pretty I funny <laughs> <laughs> but uh all right so this week on uh so this week uh you know week one we went through the uh, running back rankings week two we did wide receiver rankings so we're going to move on to quarterback and we're also going to piggyback tight end in just because quarterback and tight end they're going to be quicker rankings than the wide receivers and running backs there's less per team per league and whatnot first of all you want to get us started with your top five here yeah absolutely for the most part i would say our one through fives are going to be pretty similar so go through this josh allen at number one no real debate there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I have it too. Uh, just too mo- too talented to uh, to put him anywhere lower for me. Number three, I got Justin Herbert, up and coming star. Uh, number four, I got Lamar Jackson, just for the rushing ability. And kind of similarly at number five, I have Kyler Murray, also for the rushing ability. Makes sense. Dan, you want to chime in with your group there? Yeah. So you know, number one, I think is obvious for across any. Where you go is Josh Allen. Uh, I've got Herbert at two. Um, Lamar. I actually have Lamar Jackson here at third. You know, a little bit different. Our top four are the same, but just a little bit out, out of order. Uh, the rushing ability there. Mahomes at four for me. I just think the loss of Hill is going to take away a lot of those deep touchdowns uh, that he was getting. Um, five for me, a little, little different. Tom Brady, I just think he, he's not coming back if he's not throwing the ball over the place. He's, 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 he's on a mission. He came back to win another title. And I think, uh, I know people were saying with Todd Bowles as a new coach, they may go a little more run heavy, but the guy doesn't come back and, and let some guy tell him what to do. I think Tom Brady knows what he, what he's doing and he's going to get it done. So that, that's, that's where I'm at with number five. Leftwich is still there too, right? So, I mean, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. It's just Bowles was the, was this the, Right. defensive coordinator and had the had the head coaching experience it was an easy transition for the team i think what about you rob yeah again like, you know not to blow through the top five here but again josh allen at one probably the leading mvp candidate quarterback i'm gonna put him at one i got herbert as well at two just that offense is gonna explode this year i have mahomes at three he does lose tyree kill which knocked him down from two to three but he's still patrick mahomes uh four i get into lamar jackson uh that rushing ability is just too much to pass up uh, he has to be in the top five just because of that and uh five i have a, a third new num- name but uh i got joe burrow i got uh i got joe burrow <laughs> i just i've you know so high on jamar chase is gonna be great i think t higgins is gonna be a great wide receiver for fantasy i can't have the quarterback any i can't have him out of the top five i think the offense is just gonna explode this year i think starting from like five through you know the rest of it here that's where you're gonna start seeing some different numbers like we had four of the top five that were the same. I feel like that's a consensus, you know, top four. I think there's two tiers order. there, yeah. Like, Josh Allen is the tier one, and then two through four. I mean, I had Mahomes, Herbert, Jackson. You had Herbert, Mahomes, Jackson, and Dan had Herbert, Jackson, Mahomes. So, like, there's the <laughs> there's the tier. You just throw a lot of names at me. It's the same names, just in yeah, different orders. So, uh, I'll get us started then with the next five, where I think we're going to start seeing our different variations here but oh yeah at uh at six i got i got jalen hurts uh i don't want to say a poor man's lamar jackson but like a middle class lamar jackson i feel like now they do get aj brown over to the offense to help out but you know talented tight end in dallas goddard similar to mark andrews for jackson and he's got the legs i think he might not be the greatest nfl quarterback and you can debate about that till the end but i think for fantasy point purposes he's going to put up fantasy points 
Oh, he's a hell of a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, just don't watch the game. That's my advice. Honestly. No, yeah, <laughs> it's don't it's, watch the it's game. one of those. Look at the final score, not the not the road. Uh, yeah. Number seven, I got Kyler Murray. Uh, if you tell me we're getting first half Kyler, uh, I might move him up to like the top five. But there is a second half this season, and he just hasn't put together a full season. But the, again, the talent is there. And he's another guy with legs, and legs are super valuable for quarterbacks just because rushing yards are worth more than passing yards. Number eight, I got Dan's boy, Tom Brady. I agree that I think he's going to throw a lot this season, and he's got the weapons to throw a lot. This, this Ow, he bit my tongue. Uh, he's got the weapons to, <laughs> to throw a lot this season. But um, I just he just doesn't have the legs. And like that's what pushes him below these guys right above him for me. I just... He doesn't have the floor of getting 50 rushing yards a game. You know, he's got to do everything with his arm. And, you know, I, I know it's Tom Brady, and it sounds weird that I'm going to say this. He is getting older. I feel like eventually. I mean, he's like, only 45. You, you'd think eventually, like, the world's got to catch up and, like, he's, you know, going to see some of that age. But, uh, you know, he's still in my top 10. Can't. All, all I'm saying is everybody who's ever doubted Tom Brady has looked like a moron. That's all I'm going to say. Somebody will be right eventually. It's true. He can't know, be good I forever. Tell you, I ain't going to be one of those people. <laughs> okay, to, to make that that uh that prediction. Yeah, I can't it's blame not you. Be me. Can't blame you, honestly. Uh number 9, I got Rispoli's favorite quarterback, Dak Prescott. Again, he coming off that injury last year, he was a little hesitant. I think he's got a full year of recovery now. So he'll be able to use his legs, and he has some legs. And uh, I think he's got talented weapons with C.D. Lamb. I think Dalton Schultz is going to have a solid year at the tight end spot. And they got Pollard and Zeke in the backfield who can both catch passes. And then rounding out the top 10, uh, another guy who's got some nice legs and can run, Russell Wilson. Uh, now, obviously, there's it's a new offense for him with new receivers, new everything. But there's enough talent there that he can just step right in and be able to produce. And I mean... I only have him at 10 because it's brand new everything. If this was like year two or three in that offense, I think I could see him easily top seven, top six, maybe even top five, just because there's a lot of talent around him. Rispoli, you're like shaking your head at me. Do you want to go through your group here? I'm just shaking my head because, again, we have the same top 10 of quarterbacks, just in different orders. Oh, that's fun. So number six, I got Jalen Hurts. Again, the rushing ability is a little bit too much for me to pass up on. The safety of the floor is what keeps him there for me. Seven, I got Tom Brady. Uh, The only reason I have him that low is losing Godwin for what I think is going to be an extended period of time. I think he's going to miss him for a solid month or two. Uh, I think it's going to, I don't want to say be a struggle, but I don't think he's putting up three, four hundred yard games until he's got that third receiver. It's enough to knock him out of the top five for you, is what you're saying. Uh, Number eight, I got Joe Burrow. Um, it's hard to say anything bad about him. <laughs> Made it to the Super Bowl, but I would just rather have those seven. I mean, he's gonna throw it a lot, but I don't. I think he's. I think his. You almost made it through a full Bengals thought yeah. this week. <laughs> Bengals are tough, man. <laughs> They're just I I don't know what to say about them because because they went to the Super Bowl. I didn't think they deserved to go to the Super Bowl until I watched them play, and I'm just not I'm just not there on them yet. I think Joe Burrow's floor is just too low with uh very fair to put him in that top five. What's up, Dan? If it makes if it makes you feel any better, I'm even lower. So All right, well, there you go. That does make me feel better. <laughs> Number nine, I got Russell Wilson. I think they're going to allow Russ to cook. I think I said that without it correctly being trademarked, right? And you, you don't you don't trade what you traded to have the guy hand the ball off thirty times, forty times. He's not under uh, P. Carroll anymore. He's going to be throwing that ball, and he's got arguably just as good weapons at in Denver than he did at uh, Seattle. His coach is what the former Green Bay I think coordinator. It's the, I, was, I think it's Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, it's Nathaniel I mean, Hackett. If, if he got if he got Aaron Rodgers to put up the to put up an MVP season with basically just Devontae Adams, and, and I guess for a lesser extent Aaron Jones catching passes. I mean, now you've got Russell Wilson with. A solid group of young receivers. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be game over for a lot of teams. I mean, it just stinks that they're playing in what, probably the toughest division in football. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're going to have to score, and he's going to throw the ball a lot. And then number ten, uh, I got Dak Prescott. Still scares me a little bit from last year losing Amari Cooper. 
I really do hope he is back to full form and does get back to those six to eight rushing touchdowns because if he does, I'm going to be too low on him, and I'm going to be okay with that because I'm going to be watching the Cowboys win. Just want to point out, uh, scaring you from last year is still quarterback seven. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's Losing Amari Cooper. No, is... uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, even if we're saying last year was down year, though, like ta- it's not a shock to have him in our top ten, even if we think there's a oh, bit absolutely. of a knock. Yeah, yeah. He did it last year. Uh, Dan, you want to finish off, finish us off here? I can say sentences. Yeah. <laughs> no, no worries. So uh, the name of the, the name of the game of fantasy football is consistency, right? And knowing what you're minimizing your risk as much as you can. So before you guys, you know, go in on me for my number six, uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, every time I've played against him or had him in a fantasy football league, the man puts up points. And I know he lost Devonte Adams, but. I, I can't I can't look at that guy and not and put him outside of my top ten. I mean, I probably could have been a little lower. Some of the guys you know we're talking about that are that have rushing ability maybe could have bumped up, but I'm still pretty high on Aaron Rodgers. I think he's still going to get the job done. You know, he avoids turnovers. He's very precise. Uh, just think he's going to have a really good season again. Um, seven Jalen Hurts. So not to not to you know keep hammering home on that. I'm right around where you guys had him. Uh, eight Russell Wilson. I just, I just, you know, kind of made a comment about him. I, I really like him where he's at. Uh, nine Kyler Murray. So again, rushing ability there. I think having Hollywood Brown with him now, uh, he'll get D Hop back. You know, week seven. Hopefully he's healthy. I think he's gonna. Hopefully, like Rob said, we're hopefully we get first half Kyler for a full season. But we'll see. Now this is where you guys are gonna give me some some flack. But again, barring. Suspension. I I really think Deshaun Watson's gonna have have a, an incredible season. You know, as of this moment, right? right? You know, we don't we don't have a suspension in there. So obviously, if he gets suspended for you know six, eight, or obviously a whole season, you know, he'll move down because you you know you, he's he has no value if he's not playing. But I, I really do think he's have he's gonna have a really good season. I think you know there's been a lot of obviously negative press around him. I think that he's gonna be looking to try to put some of that to bed by playing high quality football. And I think that the Browns have everything you need as a quarterback to do that solid running game, really great offensive line. Um, you can, you could put a question mark on the receivers. You know, like Amari, great Cooper's pass a stud. Amari Cooper's a stud. Uh, you know, I think Don people's Jones is really going to take that next step. He was, he was getting there last season. Um, I really love the guy out of Purdue, David Bell. I think he's going to be a great slot receiver. And again, this is coming from a Browns fan. So it's, it's obviously pretty biased, but um but yeah, you know that's 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 where I got him. Assuming he plays a full season, um, two two different names than you guys. I had Rogers and uh, and Watson in there, so I know. Yeah, I mean Mr. for for Watson, I have my rankings basically based on if I was drafting right now, where who would I draft? And based on the information right now, I think there's still too much up in the air for me to say that he's a top ten guy for me. If he does end up playing, or if it's a, a month from now, uh, and there's still no news, I probably draft him right around there. But right now, I don't have him. Yeah, I mean, assuming assuming a full season for Sean Watson, I have him at twelve. I'm not so much below you. I don't have him in my top ten, but he yeah. is a talented quarterback, and you know, it is I an mean, offense with weapons. I think he will be valuable over a fantasy season, but. Yeah, I have him and, just outside the top ten, assuming he plays. And, and I, I mean, obviously, as a Browns fan, I've been following a lot of like you know, the information and anything that's coming out. Based on when I when I'm reading and seeing, it seems like probably the end of this week or first thing next week. Um, you know, we'll get some news because training camp opens next week, or some of them have already actually right. already opened. Yeah, I mean, um, ideally, this the, is. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go. No, I was just going to say the the NFL knows, and I'm sure the Browns have, you know, and you know, teams have let the NFL know, hey, you know, we got to prepare for a season. You know, we want to know, do we have him for the whole season? Do we have him, you know, after week six, or what's the deal? Right. So that they can kind of make their game plan. You know, that's right. That's going to be a huge part of like you know prepping for the season. So yeah, this... I, I don't, I don't see the NFL dragging it out. Yeah, this is another one of those reasons, though, that like the best fantasy advice you can give is you have your draft as late as you can, just because oh, you want to have all the you want to have all the knowledge you can going into the season. You want to yeah, know I mean, the guys who get hurt in training camp. You want to know who's suspended. You want to know you know everything. Yeah, I mean, just for our listeners too, you know, we we are the, the league that uh, Rob Spoli and I are in with a bunch of our other buddies. 
you know, we, we traditionally do our draft Labor Day weekend because that's after all preseason games, you know, training camp is, you know, pretty much over. We're, we're at the point where teams are prepping for their, for their first games, you know, so. First games that, that point, Sunday or that Thursday that after Thursday, Labor Day, so. Exact, exactly. So, you know, any injuries are going to be freak practice injuries that could happen in week 12, let alone week one, you know, so any major training camp injuries, you know, you don't want to be that league that drafted at the beginning of August. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're the team that had the, the two guys yeah. that, you know, and knock on wood, you wish it doesn't happen to anybody, but that blue ACLs, you know, yeah, you now, had, you had Cam Akers or JK Dobbins last year. Right. Or something. And now, you know, I think that actually, there was, that was a lot of horror stories last year about those, those, I think those two guys, pe- people who drafted early and then yeah. like, you know, Mid-August ACL tears, you know, all of a sudden you don't have your one of your top running backs. So, and then so even I, worse, we, like when when they in between uh, J.K. Dobbins and day or two after they drafted, and then Gus Edwards gets the same thing. So it's he got drafted right. in our league somewhat high, didn't he? Yep. Gus Edwards. I was I wanted them, but you know, worked out. Well, didn't really work out, but worked out. I I didn't win, so it didn't really work out. But, uh. But yeah, yeah no, I, Rob. I, if you want, I could just jump right. I'll just jump right into my like yeah, 11 yeah, go for it, 15. Go for it. Because uh, I mean, there's, these are the the other two names that you guys had in your top ten are right here, eleven and twelve. Right. So Burrow at eleven, Prescott at twelve. Again, I, you know, I'm kind of respoiled, and and you could also say this is also you know AFC North bias for me. So I mean, realistically, if you take the bias out, I'm probably around the same ranking as Respoli has on Burrow around around that eight spot. Um, but definitely do feel strongly that I I got to see it more. Because if I remember correctly, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, in our league, didn't pick him up until like week, I think week 14 or 15 in the playoffs. So this dude, you know, he, he was, was having a, a good season. Yeah, he was a streaming quarterback until yeah. basically was, fantasy playoffs. People, people and, were streaming him. And he went him, off. Yeah. Him and, and Kirk he went, Cousins. And he went were... absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yep. But like, that's what I'm like, for me, it's like, okay, like, yeah, he had a great, obviously he, he did well in the postseason well, to get Ram, them to the Super Bowl. I do want to point out, just to be clear, he was coming off an ACL tear as well. Absolutely. So he did have to get back up to speed, which you could say the latter half of the season was him back up to speed. Well, hundred percent. And, and, you know, Rob, I think at the point too, you know, you had him at five, I had him at 11. I, I mean, at the end of the day, when you, no one's right, no one's wrong. I just think for me, the range of outcomes on him is, is a little bit too wide. You know, that's fair. Um, he could, he, I like, would I be stunned if he's a top four, top five quarterback? Absolutely not. Cause I think he's that talented, but you know, I, I think I just need to see it again. And that's just that's just where I stand on that. Um, but again, real quick, twelve Prescott. We, we talked a lot about him. Uh, I'm assuming thirteen will probably be similar, or he'll be in this range for you guys as well. I have Matt Stafford. He's he's a guy that I, I think, you know, if you're in a ten or a twelve team league and you decide to wait on quarterback, I mean, it's going to be a high powered offense, man. I think if you get Matthew Stafford and load up, if you've loaded up a receiver and running back in the first, you know. In, in that first 10 rounds or so, and you end up with a guy like Stafford later in the draft, I don't think you could be upset. I think he's, I think he's, he's going to have a really good season. Second year in that offense. Been, they've been talking about putting in – they didn't even use the whole offense last year based on what Stafford's been saying. So I think he's got a chance to really, to really blow up. Um, and then just real quick, 14-15, I have Tua. I think he's got more weapons and, you know, he's got a, a better offensive-minded coach there. Derek Carr at 15. I think he, he gets a little bit of a bump having his, his old uh, college buddy, Devontae Adams, with him. So I'm, I have him around 15 there. Yeah. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of similar names on me here. 11, I got Matt Stafford, like you just said. I agree. Yep. I mean, genuinely, if you come out of a draft with Matt Stafford because you were the last person to pick quarterback or something, I, I don't see that as a problem as long as you know you didn't start drafting like three tight ends before you picked Matt Stafford or something. Right. But yeah. – uh, yeah, 12, I mentioned Deshaun Watson. Uh, 13, I agree with you with Derek Carr. Uh, I'm in on Derek Carr this year. There's too many weapons in that offense. I think he's a talented enough quarterback to be able to spread the ball. Now, I was lower on Devontae Adams, but I think that's as because I believe in the, all the weapons there. So I think that only yeah. helps Derek Carr as opposed to you know having, I think Renfro and Waller get a lot of work is what I'm saying there as well. Uh, 14, Tua, I agree. Uh, there's just too many weapons there. I think he is a talented quarterback. I think he was putting some consistency together towards the end of the last season, and I believe he can be able to put it together with the weapons around him and take that next step to be a usable fantasy quarterback. And uh, at 15, I got Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Cousins, man, 
he's got Justin Jefferson. He's got uh, Adam Thielen. Got Dalvin Cook, and it's it's not fun to watch. It's it's not an electric name. He's not doing it with his legs, but he puts up usable fantasy numbers week to week. And I'm not saying go in drafting Kirk Cousins as your starter, but if you want to take a reach on like a riskier quarterback and then have Kirk Cousins as just like your fallback option, I think you can still win with that. You know, I mean, we haven't mentioned a certain name, but if you want to grab like a Trey Lance on the off chance that he's going to hit a home run and be the guy everybody expects him to be, and you grab Kirk Cousins as like a secondary option, I I think that's a risk to take. Just keep talking him up because you're going to hear him real soon on mine. Oh, he's high on you. Well, I, I agree, Rob, especially, especially you know, um, especially if you did, if you passed on quarterback early, you know, I, I for me personally, I feel like the guys in that kind of six through 12 or 13 range are not guys that I'm reaching for. Agreed. You know, if, if I get one of those, those guys in my top four or five in a spot where I feel comfortable taking them, you know, all day. Yeah. The but latter, then I'm letting it go. The latter guys there are close enough. I feel like where I'm not, yeah. Gonna lose any sleep waiting, you know, four more rounds for somebody than reaching. Yep. There's Bully. Yeah, let's All hear right. it, Spoli. Let's go. I I guess I'm the one that's a little bit different here. I got uh eleven, I got Kirk Cousins. I mean, you talked them all the way up. I mean, the only thing that I think you can say from a negative standpoint from Kirk Cousins from last year to this year is that Adam Thielen's a year older. The offensive coordinator, head coach. Calvin Cook as well. I guess Dalvin Cook's a, a year older. Shelf life on running backs is a little less than shelf life on receivers. I don't think that necessarily hurts him. New head coach that says they're going to throw the ball more. I feel like he's been a consistent 9-13 to 13 quarterback for the last, what, five years? I think he's going to do it again. I think it's a very safe pick for, for you to take him in a 10-team league as someone to pair up with Jalen Hurts if that doesn't work out for, for any... For any uh, high upside quarterback that's a safe floor yeah i feel like kirk cousins i mean it used to be like a guy like matt ryan or philip rivers but i feel like kirk cousins has he's filled that role i filled feel like. that role of just you know what like you're not going in saying i'm gonna draft him but if you come out with him because you liked what you had at every other pick you can live with that and that's my whole 11 through 15 <laughs> argument here number 12 i got Derek carr i just like the weapons around him i i found it very shocking that I have Derek Carr in front of these next two names that that are on my list, but 13, I have Aaron Rodgers, and I never thought I would say that I would draft Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers. Well, there's a name I haven't even said yet. But uh, I, I was going to ask, but... <laughs> it's uh, I just like the weapons too much, and I think putting Aaron Rodgers at 13, the two-time MVP, it's, it's it was tough for me, but I don't know who he's going to throw the ball to, and I am almost positive he's not going to throw the ball as much. So... Out of the quarterbacks that I've said, I think there's more upside than Aaron Rodgers at 13. And then 14, I have the Super Bowl MVP, Matt Stafford. I mean, uh, I think last year was his peak. I don't think we saw, I don't think we can see Matt Stafford eclipse what he did last year. And I think that's going to regress a little bit. I don't think he's going to have a triple crown winner that's far and away, 500 yards, however many touchdowns. Cooper Cup was ahead of everybody else. Uh, I think that's going to regress a little bit. So, just just want to clarify as well. Cooper Cup was the Super Bowl MVP, not Matthew Stafford. Oh, that's that's on me. Yeah, I, I won money on that too. That's awkward. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> me this week who messed up. So, so sorry for the late fact check. Did they go to school together though? Because you know, apparently, I just assume everybody went to school with their wide receiver. No, no but they definitely ate breakfast together. <laughs> and then at number fifteen, I got uh, I got Tua. I mean, the upside on Tua running is is not as high as everybody else, but they filled him up with uh, with talent around him, and they're gonna learn this year if Tua's their guy or not. Because you don't go out, you get Tyreek Hill. Chase Edmonds. I mean, you still got Gasicki there. They Jay got Waddle's they got Waddle. There. So like, they got the weapons they got around. A left them. tackle. They grabbed um. I forgot his name from New Orleans though. This is great podcasting. But yeah, from New Orleans, <laughs> uh, Armstead, Trevon Armstead. Or yeah, they Armstead. got they got Armstead from uh from the Saints. So I mean, like, this is gonna be the year for Tua. And I I guess at fifteen, I kind of believe it. I'm kind of hesitant on it, but you're you're if it hits, it it's hits. A risk. So that's why he's lower, because it is still a risk. You have to, you know, Dan said, mitigate your risks and whatnot. 
You know, Tua, it, he hasn't shown it yet, so you're buying in on something that you haven't seen yet. And it's it's tough to do that too high. Exactly, yeah. With the talent at quarterback around us. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I, I haven't mentioned the name yet, so I guess I'll just fill out the next three or next five so that you can hear that name. Let's hear it, Rob. Uh, it's, at uh, 16, I got Aaron Rodgers. There he is. Uh, listen, I... If you have listened to this podcast for the past two weeks, it should be no shock to you that I do not think the Packers are going to blow the roof off the doors here with an aerial assault. Um, I think their defense is too strong. I think their division is very weak. I think Aaron Rodgers is a smart enough quarterback, and I think their offensive line is solid that they're going to run the ball with those two beasts at running back. Uh, I mean, he'll pass it still. Tunyon will get some work. They'll try to work in the rookie a little bit. But, uh, and Alan Lazard's still there. But Aaron Rodgers' biggest strength is game management and not throwing interceptions. And I think he's going to not throw interceptions the heck out of this season, which, you know, don't get me wrong, if I'm drafting a quarterback to win me a football game, Aaron Rodgers is way higher on that ranking. Oh, absolutely. But I'm drafting a quarterback to win me a fantasy season. And the just, I think the loss of Devontae Adams is too extreme combined with the fact that that defense now is just yoked. So I just think they're going to be winning so many games he doesn't need to throw. And I think Rodgers understands that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, I can't uh, argue with that too much. I only have him at 13, so. Guys, I don't understand the hate, man. It's not hate. Saying. It's just... the, guy, the guy went out there against the Cardinals this year with nobody. He had Randall Cobb as his basically the only guy that he had that was like of any worth in a week in a, in a regular season game against an undefeated Cardinals team, and he went into that building and won. And it's not like they rushed. Right. The, I mean, but they, Dan, they they had a lot of rushing, a lot of rushing yards. But he threw two touchdowns. I, I remember watching that game. I get it. And How many fantasy zone, points you think he scored that week? I'm trying to do the math real quick. He scored at least eighteen to twenty. Fifteen in a game. Fifteen point six six. Uh, maybe I'm doing math wrong. I'm I'm He's just three. looking at the the scoring i that's what i'm saying though he played great he played incredible he's a great quarterback he got you 15 fantasy points like we that he had nobody and now he's right got and he's got season. nobody <laughs> no he's he's got he's got bodies i'm telling that's, you just, that's what i'm that's, saying that's though my, like he doesn't have the upside that, like that's my lock he's he's top 10 guaranteed i i can't i even even i know i hear what you guys are saying but like i, I don't know i can't take i i'm that's a lock for me I don't know. To I me, I just I think of that that playoff game in the snow. So I mean, I get it, but I don't have the stats up in front of me. But I I would probably be able to count on one hand how many completed passes he had to not Devontae Adams and not Aaron Jones. So he he lost his guy, and until he can prove to me that he is going to be a great fantasy, not regular, because yeah, he's one of the greatest actual football players on this list. Tilly can prove to me that he's a great fantasy player. He's uh he's gonna stay where he is for me. Yeah, I, I just I can't I don't see it fantasy wise. Yeah, hey, hey, agree, if you agree, if, agree to disagree. If I'm drafting the quarterback to win a football game, he's probably like number two on this list. But I'm not drafting the quarterback to win a football game. I'm trying to get all these guys that are pad their stats. I just, he, you know, looking at this, he didn't throw for a lot of yards last year. So what we're saying is Dan's gonna have Aaron Rodgers in our fantasy league this year. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. He did throw a lot of touchdowns, but I think without Adams, that'll go down a little bit. Well, put it to, like I said, he's he, from where I have him ranked. Like I said earlier, right? He's in that area where I'm gonna wait, right? But if he if if nobody takes him, and I'm going to pick, and I decide this is the round to pick my quarterback in like the tenth, eleventh, or twelfth round, and he's the next highest. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I I don't I would not feel bad at all. Having Aaron Rodgers on my, as the quarterback on my team above some of the other guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I am unlikely drafting Aaron Rodgers this year because in our league specifically, looking at the next name on this list, I'm drafting Trey Lance over him because we play in a keeper league, and yeah, I, I mean, think Trey Lance has more it, because the I think Trey Lance at 17 is me once again with the Tua conversation. I haven't seen it. Yeah, the. Ta- the I believe there's hype around Trey Lance. There's a lot of talent around Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo looked like a usable quarterback, and Trey Lance was drafted to be better than that. To replace that. But I haven't seen it yet. So, yes. But I think with a guy like Trey Lance, there, there's top five hype. There's top five talent. 
there's top five potential. I haven't seen it yet, and I, I haven't seen anything out of him yet. Nobody's seen it on an NFL level yet. It's but it's that, a little scary, that which is, is why he's so low for me. Right. That but that is like a home run pick where like I I could see myself drafting Trey Lance in a lot of leagues, but not rolling him out to start every week. Or at least early, you know. Similar to uh Lamar Jackson, his breakout year. Like I I grabbed as much Lamar Jackson that year after his rookie season as I could. Wasn't insanely uh, thinking about starting him every week, but he, you know, came out throwing and and ran Lamar Jackson to a, a good season. But uh, that, but that's just my mindset. I just think the at, at you know where I'm at here, I'm not gonna draft a floor guy like Aaron Rodgers. But I again, I'm probably wrong. I'm wrong a lot. But <laughs> uh, at 18, 18, I got Matt Ryan, who originally I forgot to rank. Uh, somebody was kind enough <laughs> to tell me that Matt Ryan is a quarterback in the NFL and I should probably rank him. You're welcome. And uh, I think he'll be, again, not, he's not the Matt Ryan he used to be where I used to have him as my, like, you know, oh, I didn't pick a quarterback. All right, Matt Ryan's here or something. But I, I do think on as bye week fill and Matt Ryan will have some value throughout the season because I think he's with, behind that offensive line with Jonathan Taylor. I think he's a good enough quarterback that uh, he'll put up some numbers. Especially against that division. He's got at least four good ones in him. Yeah, he's going to play Jacksonville twice and Houston twice. There right? it is. Well, Jacksonville, one good game and one time they got to go to Jacksonville. <laughs> that hasn't gone well for the Colts in the last, like, five-plus years. This is true. And then, I mean, 19 here, I'm just like, uh, if I'm still looking for a quarterback at this point, I'm going on upside. So I got Zach Wilson. Just because uh, if you buy into any of the hype with his offense, uh, there is hype. I'm not saying I'm going to believe Zach Wilson is going to be a dependable fantasy quarterback, but at this point, I'd much rather draft a guy than like, hey, he's got the potential to like light it up than a guy I've seen a lot of, you know, someone like a Carson Wentz or Ryan Tannehill. Like, I, I don't, I'd rather just draft upside at this point. I think if you haven't picked a quarterback by this point, you kind of miss, you really miss the boat and you're probably drowning. But at this point, we're either into two quarterback territory or you're in a you deeper know, league. Ask, ask Rose to move over on the door from the Titanic or <laughs> something. But uh, so a similar ranking for me here at 20. I got Trevor Lawrence. Same thing. I mean, th- these are rookies that maybe they take a big step. And if you stash them on your bench, they might be usable. But I'm not, dep- I'm not, you know, going in there gung ho on those guys. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go 16, uh, 16 to 20 here. I mean, we just talked about I I got Trey Lance at sixteen, huge upside, but I got to see it first. I'm yeah. I'm not the biggest believer on it. I'm certainly not the biggest believer on drafting him as my quarterback one. Uh, seventeen, similar names here. I got Matt Ryan. Carson Wentz did really well with with the Colts last year, and I think Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. That's why he cracked my top twenty. Eighteen, I got a little bit of a a different name here. I got Baker Mayfield, new uh, new quarterback for Carolina, and. If all his weapons stay healthy, I think he's going to be a usable quarterback, too. Uh, 19, a little bit more upside. Let's see if uh, Trevor Lawrence can have a sophomore uh, bump there. It can't be worse. It, it cannot be worse. Doug Peterson is a good coach for quarterbacks. Good enough, yeah. And then, again, for upside, he's going to probably have the worst team in the NFL, but he's got some legs, so I'm putting Justin oh, Fields I- in my top 20. <laughs> It's like worst team in the NFL. You said Trevor Lawrence already. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and uh No, yeah, Justin Fields, that's fair. Dan? Yeah, just to round it out, I'm not as high on Kirk Cousins, so I have him at sixteen. Uh I think everybody's pretty much brought up Trey Lance. Yeah. Uh seventeen, Matt Ryan, eighteen. Uh we talked about him, better team with the Colts, Trevor Lawrence nineteen, and uh at twenty, uh Hydra Mom. Uh Zach Wilson, I think he'll he'll have a, he'll have a good season. All jokes aside, uh, he seems to he seems to be getting having the support of his teammates and better weapons. And Jet should make a, make a little bit of a jump. So he he he's a guy I think could end up higher depending on on how well the Jets play. But time will tell on that one. I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm not the guy who's taking a chance in a fantasy football league with him though. Yeah, I mean I'm not. I'm not going into any leagues. I mean, unless you're in like a 16 or something, but I'm not going into any leagues starting Zach Wilson. But no, I could see myself, I don't know, shoving him on the bench and seeing what, you know, if I end up with a Matt Stafford, be like, hey, I'll take Zach Wilson, see what happens. Worst case scenario, you know, you drop him. But best case scenario, you can trade one of those guys or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I usually don't have good, uh, I don't usually have a good track record with trading quarterbacks. It's, I uh, usually have to 
either get nothing or give a boatload. So I never go into a draft trying to trade a quarterback. But I mean, Zach Wilson didn't make my top 20. He's uh, all the way down at 21. So uh, it's... Any any other name? I mean... I don't know. I want to know why Dan's so low on Kirk Cousins. Why I'm so low on Kirk Cousins? Yes. Because he's a mediocre quarterback. Damn. That's my opinion. That's all I got. I don't. I don't think he's that good. I mean, I think he's he's not a guy that I think is a game changer. I mean, as good as as good as good as Justin Jefferson is, I think if if you put a different if he has a different quarterback, I, I think it's undisputed that Justin Jefferson's the best best receiver we like over the last decade plus. You know. So I don't know. I just don't think I, I'm I'm low. I, I've never really been a Kirk Cousins believer, you know. And I don't think I don't think having a great receiver is enough for me to move him that much higher. I don't know. I'm a Kirk Cousins believer this year, so I guess right. I'll be having the Kirk Cousins of uh, of our fantasy draft. You can have him. Take him. Uh, I got Daniel Jones at 22. Actually, I think there's a chance that Daniel Jones shows something this season. Mostly because his career is dependent on it. But yeah. I think Brian Dable coming down. I mean, not that Daniel Jones is Josh Allen, but Brian Dable was able to create an offense specifically built around what his quarterback was talented at. And if he can do that with Daniel Jones with, I'm going to call them weapons, but like they got to Kadarius Tony if they allow him to play and he's not injured. They got Saquon Barkley, who's either going to be great or going to have another rough season. They got Kenny Galladay, who who did not look good last year. I mean, we caught as many cut touchdowns as Kenny Galladay. Pretty sure their left tackle caught more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay. That last he year. did. That he did. Yeah. So, but uh, that offensive line looks good. Uh, you didn't you didn't talk about how they drafted uh, another Kadarius oh, Tony. Uh, no. Wandale Robinson. Wandale Robinson. Something. something I knew Wand- it had in there somewhere. Wandale something. Yeah. No, I think that I think you're right. Yeah, I mean. Again, I have him at 22. I'm not losing any sleep over not drafting Daniel Jones. But no. I do think there's, you know, for a guy that I haven't mentioned yet, I, I think he has some upside. Yeah, I mean, best case scenario is he plays well enough to be on another team next year for me. Because I don't see him on, on the Giants after this season. And it's possible. He's playing for his quarterback career. Yeah. Any other random guys we haven't talked about but you want to talk about? I don't really have any. I mean, there's not. There's only so many quarterbacks that are going to get drafted. I feel yeah, like exactly. I was going to say, do you exactly. have any confidence in in the uh, only rookie quarterback drafted in the first round? I don't, he's not even the starter yet. I mean, if he's named starter, I don't know. I don't. He's I, not going to be. I have enough confidence to maybe, if he's named starter in the before the season, put him on a watch list, and maybe see how he goes week one. Maybe snag him, but like. I mean, dynasty leagues and keeper leagues, maybe, but like... Not in a redraft. Yeah, I'm not. There's enough other guys with hype that I'm going to jump in on before I jump in on uh, the... I forgot his name. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. I was going to call him Kyle Pickett. I was like, his name's not Kyle, though. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat with you there. Uh, We're in a keeper league. There are way too many other young quarterbacks that I'm taking over him if if we're trying to find upside late. Um, I'm drafting Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence before I draft uh, Kenny Pickett. You know. All right, so let's uh, let's move over to, to, move uh, to the barren wasteland that is tight end after like five names. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to tight ends. All right, Dan, you want to give us your uh, your one through five on tight ends? Yeah, oh, I, I bet think... I can name the names. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I we're mean... gonna be similar one through five. Yeah, I mean, the first three I think are the first three for pretty much everybody. Uh, I got Kelsey at one. You know, one less big target there. I think he's just going to get a lot of volume. Uh, Mark Andrews at two. You know, he's just a stud. Darren Waller at three. Uh, He's basically a a wide receiver playing tight end. Um, I've got got Dalton Schultz at four. I think basically a contract year. He didn't get the long-term extension he wants. He's playing for a big deal. And Amari Cooper's gone. I think he's going to absorb a lot of those targets. So I, I, I want all of Dalton Schultz, as, as much of him as I can in my fantasy leagues this year. And then uh, Kyle Pitts at five. You know, he's, he's tight end one, wide receiver one for a team that's going to be trailing a lot of games, I think. So uh, I got him there. That's, that's kind of my logic. Dan, are you a betting man? Sure. 
I mean, you shouldn't bet on the fact that our top three were the same or our top five are the same. Because <laughs> well, they were. Well, you said a name. Well, you did not say a name that's in my top three. You did not say a name that's in my top five. You said all my top three. Just not in the same order. But uh, <laughs> I got I got Mark Andrews at one. If you want to pick Kelsey at one, I'm not going to like, you know. Yeah. If you rather catch Travis Kelsey, fair. I think... Uh, I just think Mark Andrews broke. I mean, he, he not that he broke out at the end of last year, but he outpaced Kelsey at the end of last year. Kelsey had a rough year, and I think losing Tyree Kill kind of makes Kelsey now the one guy you're watching in uh, Kansas City first, as opposed to having to pay attention to where Tyree Kill was running and then look for Kelsey. That being said, I have Travis Kelsey at two, so still think as in terms of tight end, there's not there's maybe one guy better, and that's why I have Andrews at one. Uh, three, I got Kyle Pitts. I just think Kyle Pitts is an insanely talented player. He had a great year as a rookie tight end, which never happens. And I think there's only room for improvement. Again, as Dan mentioned, on a team that's going to be losing a lot of games. They just had a defensive tackle retire upon them after like a week after signing. But, uh, number four, I got Darren Waller. Um, I, again, I've been hyping up the fact that I think the, uh, Oakland, Oakland, the Las Vegas offense is going to be a little more spread out than, you know, focusing either Darren Waller, focusing Devontae Adams, but he's too talented to ignore, to put much lower than this. Uh, he's just such a mismatch anywhere he runs, and he's just so big. And then uh, at five, I got George Kittle. Uh, just if he can stay healthy, he's just an athletic specimen, and he could be a very reliable outlet option for Trey Lance in, as a young quarterback in that offense. Yeah, I mean, we just said, uh, you just said my top five in a different order there. So I have Travis Kelsey at one. Uh, I get what you're saying with Hill, but I think the volume's going to keep him at one. Uh, and then right behind him, I have Mark Andrews at two. Uh, also, I feel like he's going to have a lot of volume with Marquise Brown leaving. Number three, I have Kittle, and it's uh, higher than both of you. But if he stays healthy, he's a freak athlete with probably a new quarterback that's I think going to phase out receivers a little bit more in favor of the tight ends. Yeah, I mean his uh, like we've said with a couple players and some running backs, I, I had to bring in the injury history. Oh, absolutely. Five. Like it, it is a thing. Yeah. And if you're gonna spend like he's gonna go in drafts. So yeah, he's gonna, gonna spend, be a third, fourth round. If you're gonna you're... draft a tight end high, I want a guy who's, you know, on the field before Absolutely, and that's fair. Uh number four, I have Kyle Pitts, just again, athletic specimen in the volume. And then number five, I have Darren Waller, who, again, would be a little bit higher, but I think he's going to have too much, uh, there's too much, there's only one ball that <laughs> that Derek Carr can throw, and uh, Devontae Adams is going to get a lot of it, Renfro's going to get a lot of it, Waller's going to get a lot of it, but there's a little bit more of a spread there. Yeah, and I mean, I know, Dan, you're high on Dalton Schultz. I'm not ridiculously low on him. I have him at six. He's the next guy up. I, I do agree that... Yeah. It's a, you know, talented, he's a talented guy in a contract year in an offense that had some targets open up. I do think he's still going to, you know, produce. I'm again going to be the lowest on a Cowboy. Seven. I got, I mean, I, I feel like, especially for tight end, like, you know, everybody knows what you like. There's only so many that you're really like going into drafts looking for. Otherwise, you're kind of just settling on some guys. I got TJ Hawkinson at seven. You know, he got hurt last season, but, you know, that's enough. That's a team that, uh, while they improved, they're going to be losing some games. They're going to throw a lot. Uh, Jared Goff doesn't really have a very deep at depth of target, so he's going to be throwing short routes to Amon Ross St. Brown and to DJ Hawkinson. I think I don't really think there's a huge upside for Hawkinson, but it's it's one of the, it's one of those things where you're going to get a ton of volume, and I think that's what's going to save that ranking. Uh, number eight, Dallas Goddard over in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, there's a lot of weapons over there. Otherwise, I'd have him higher because I believe in the talent, and so does Philadelphia because they traded away Zach Ertz. But uh, there's just yeah, I, I, there's a lot of weapons, and I'm not as confident on Jalen Hurts' arm that Goddard's gonna you know be like an elite elite tight end. But we're, with where we are right now, he's you know he's gonna put up more than enough value to be drafted in the top ten for tight ends. You know, I think every league should have somebody with Dallas Goddard. Uh, number nine, I got Zach Ertz. I think I moved him up a little bit based on the fact that you know DeAndre Hopkins for the first six weeks. I think that means you're going to get six weeks of 
good value for Zach Ertz. Absolutely. There's definitely going to be a drop off after those six weeks, but by that point, you could have. There could be another tight end. You know, we haven't mentioned yet that might break out, or you can, you know, find it. You know, there's always a couple tight ends that like pop up, and like nobody's expecting them to go off, but they go off. But I think for the first six weeks, Zach Ertz is just going to give you a ton of value because there's only so many people that can catch the ball on that offense. You know, you're going to have Marquise Brown running deep, but Zach Ertz is going to be running, you know, seven yards, turn around, get a catch. He's going to be the number two there for the first six yeah. weeks. Uh, and then rounding out the top ten, uh, I got Dawson Knox. This is kind of – Zach Ertz is kind of where I have, like, the tiers ending for, like, that. I have a third tier of tight end here. So it kind of ends with Zach Ertz. So uh, there's not like after that, I feel I'm less way less confident in guys after Zach Ertz. But Dawson Knox is definitely the one I'm most confident out of that group, just because I'm believing in the offense. I think the Bills' offense is going to move, and so if I, you know, I'm the last person to pick a tight end, I'm going to pick a tight end in an offense that I think is going to move. Absolutely. Anybody else want to round out their top tens? Yeah, I'll do six through ten here. I got a couple different names here, so this will be interesting. Uh, six, I got TJ Hawkinson. Um, I think the volume's going to go down a little bit, but if he stays healthy, I think the one knock on him, because he people were really high on him last year. Yeah, he went like 10-4 and four or something like that, right? Yeah, and uh, I was one of the people who picked him, and for the first couple weeks, he did really well. And then defenses realized, like, hey, just stop this guy. And yeah. I, I think... The Lions improved a little bit offensively. They, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown emerged. Uh, they picked the the rookie receiver who's not going to be there probably for the first half of the year. At least, yeah. Uh, probably around like week 10, 11 is when I have it projected that he was coming back. But um, I think he's going to get a little bit more volume just based off of the fact that he's not the only one uh, trying to catch passes for, for the Lions. Number seven, I have Dalton Schultz. Lowest out of you guys, but I think there's a tier break at seven of people, of tight ends that I'm looking to draft versus tight ends that I'll settle with drafting. And I think that's the tier break for me. And with that number eight, my next guy. Are you saying, sorry, I don't want to interrupt. You're saying Dalton Schultz is the last that you're looking to draft? Last that last that I would go into a draft saying, like, I want this guy. Gotcha, gotcha. That, I just wanted clarification was all. And then... If not, I have a group of guys that I feel like I don't have to draft a tight end high. I will find I will find good value at this next tier. And that's probably going to go from 8 to into my next grouping of 12. But at the top of it, I have uh, Pat Fryermuth, who had a very good rookie season. And I kind of have this baked in here a little bit with Kenny Pickett starting. Oh, the, the rookie tight end. Oh, the rookie quarterback loves the tight end. Loves the tight ends. And I think he'll have a better year with Pickett. But if it comes out that Trubisky's going to be the guy and it doesn't look like Pickett's going to be starting anytime soon, he's going to move down. But with uh, but with me having Pickett uh, being the starting quarterback, I have him up at eight. I can, then, I can tell you right I can tell you right now. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, as of a couple of weeks ago, beat reporters out of Pittsburgh were saying that Pickett was working exclusively with the third team offense. So they're saying the competition may end up being more of a. Uh, for show than anything else. It sounds like they're going to, they're going to start again. This is just based off of what, you know, we know right now. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like the, it sounds like, you know, they're going to start with Trubisky. It sounds like Tomlin's going to start there. And I, I think, I forget who it was just, just kind of re up their contract with defensive player. I, I, I was trying to dig up the article, but was you know, it Minka? they were, no, it wasn't Minka. It was somebody else. But they were talking about Mitch. Because I know Minka got paid, I think, right? Yeah. some. I, I think it was one of the linemen. I don't know if it was Hayward or somebody else was saying, you know, we got Mitch. We're ready to go. Like, we're, you know, whatever. So I I, I think that around the locker room, they're, they're all behind Mitch right now. That is fair. And if it comes out in the in the preseason games that it, that's how it's still looking, then he'll move for me. Uh, yeah. But at nine, I got Zach Ertz. Again, for the first six weeks, he's probably going to be the number two target for uh, for Kyler there. And I have him as a top five quarterback, so I felt like I couldn't keep him out of the top ten. He's a big trade guy for me, obviously. When uh, If you have people in your league that do not pay as much attention to... You said that way more politely than I would have. <laughs> then you, drew, you do your best, if Zach Ertz does well in the first five weeks, to trade him. Because he'll have one more, he'll have one more week. The projections will still be there, and then he'll get that one good week and then be like, oh, DeAndre Hopkins is coming back. But that's why he's at nine for me. And then 
And number 10, I have a name that probably might not even get mentioned by you guys. Might, but I got Cole Komet breaking my top 10. I, uh, he's in my I, top 15. He's in your top 15? Okay. Well, I think he's going to have enough of a target share in a very bad offense to uh, volume you to uh, a spot start almost every week. And that's why he's at my top 10. Anyone want to hound me on those picks? Or? No, I mean, it's... <laughs> dude, it's... I'm not hounding anybody. <laughs> it's tight end. end. Yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, I'm if not you told me Mark Andrews was, like, your tight end 12, I might hound you on that one. Fair enough. But, right. you know. All right, Dan, let's hear it. Yeah, so very similar. Six, Hawkinson, he's got to be up there someplace. Um, seven is Kittle. I mean, I think he's uber talented, but the last couple of years, it's been, like, injury riddled. You know, I... I, I don't know. I, he's just not a guy that I'm going out of my way, you know, to get yeah, again. And if I don't get one of those top three or four guys that I have, I'm probably waiting towards the end. Um, but anyway, he's, he's at seven for me. Uh, eight, I've got Ertz. Um, you know, I think like kind of like echoing what you guys have been saying, he's going to get a lot of targets early. I think he'll be, he'll still be a decent and, and a consistent contributor down the line. It's even when Hopkins gets back uh, nine, I've got Pat Fryermuth. Regardless of quarterback, I think, you know, Juju's gone. I think they really liked him last year. Eric Ebron is no longer in the picture either for Pittsburgh. So I think that they're going to really kind of unleash him a little bit more uh, going forward. Um, Ten, I've got Mike Jazicki. I I just think that Miami's offense is going to be that much better, and I really think that he was a solid uh, player last year even. And another guy who's who's going to be playing on the franchise tag looking for a contract i think that 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 really does bump him up yeah I mean, uh, and then good no i was gonna say then i think we get into like kind of the graveyard of yeah i mean i'm just picking names out of a hat tight ends you know i mean i was just, just gonna say like i'm just gonna throw a couple of names out here that i kind of wanted to bring up yep go for it uh i've got njoku at 11 Again, Browns fan bias, but dude just got a massive contract and i, I have to believe that if you're giving out a contract like that to a tight end that you're going to really feature him. You know, um, they used a lot of three tight end sets when Baker was there, focused a lot on the running game. But again, assuming that Deshaun Watson, as of this moment, is not suspended, right? They're going to spread it out more. He's going to be out there as the lone tight end a lot. And I think, you know, he's going to be kind of that two or two A target, you know, that you're going to see getting a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of work there. So I had him at 11. Um, another name I've got even above, I know you both have, have mentioned Cole Komet. I've got him down at 17. Another, another name I like to bring up at 15 is Irv Smith, Irv yeah. Smith Jr. So I think, um, you know, ro- Rocky start injuries, just not really all that consistent. Um, but I do think that he, ha- you know, if Minnesota really wants, if, if, Kirk, if Kirk Cousins is going to prove me wrong, I think Irv Smith is going to have a decent uh, thing to do with it. I think he's going to get a little bit more featured in the red zone and just kind of become a little bit more of a force that people thought he would be when he came out. Um, I mean, that's really really the, the big ones I want, yeah. wanted to get to. The other ones are kind of all over the place. Those but. guys are in my little hodgepodge, but uh, a name. I Well, I, actually, I wanted to comment on your Gasicki thing. He, he's another yeah. guy who uh, I've met 13. He's another guy I feel like who gets hit with the – there's so many talented people on that offense. I don't think he'll be able to sustain yeah. the volume that Definitely you really so. want from the starting player every week. Now, obviously, if Tua you know starts chucking 300 yards a week, maybe Kasiki does because he's definitely talented enough. It's not a Kasiki problem. It's a I just don't know if that offense can sustain uh, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Mike Kasiki. Yeah, I, I have him at 15, kind of the same thing there. I don't think he's going to get the volume, but you're definitely going to have those spike weeks. Definitely, he's gonna he's gonna have a game or two that he has eight catches for seventy yards and a touchdown. Like I I don't doubt that. I don't think it's gonna be consistent enough. A name I thought is interesting is Noah Fant out there in Seattle. Uh, I don't think the offense is good at all. If a guy like if Geno Smith wins that job, or even if Drew Locke, because you know they played together, so that's somewhat familiar. But Geno Smith has been a guy who's kind of known to just make safe throws and not turn the ball over. And so I feel like you're going to lot, see a lot of, as long as he's healthy, Noah Fant running five-yard routes and getting a dump-off pass. And it's not fun. You're not going in looking for that in terms of fantasy, but I do think he'll be at least spot-startable. I could see the spot start. I have him down, at, I think, at 21. Yeah, um, I, again, I'm not losing any sleep over if you would disagree with my fringe tight end pick. Yeah, no, It's the... not like receiver and quarterback where I'm, like, you know, defending my honor here. Uh, <laughs> 
fair. Yeah, and honestly, most teams are. You're, if you don't get one of those top few guys, you're more than likely going to spend your season you're on the stream. waiver wire. Yeah, you know, stream city with all these guys and bring it up. You know, you're going to look at matchups. You're going to look at you know how they've played and just give it your best shot. I mean, honestly. In a PPR league, if if you can get to ten points, I mean, from yeah, your tight end spot, that's really you're, lo- you're, you're loving it. You Unless know you're I mean? paying I mean, for it with like a high pick, right? Like, obviously, if you're picking a Kelsey and Andrews or you know some of those guys at the top, you're looking for, I would say, at minimum fifteen. Yeah, you know, you're looking that's for you wide receiver for numbers, uh, right? You know, but yeah, the rest of these guys, if you didn't if you didn't spend the pick on it, I mean, <laughs> if you get ten, you, you had a good week at tight end. Yeah, another fun name, you know, I have him ranked really low, but that's just because I haven't paid enough attention to him at all, recovery from an injury, but Robert Tunyon's an interesting name. That was going to be the name that I was uh, going to bring up. You know, I I haven't hid from this podcast the fact that I don't think there's a lot of targets over there to throw to, but if Tunyon can come back healthy, they have a decent rapport, and Rodgers looks for him in the red zone, which... You know, that's really all you need from tight end, some volume and some red zone work, and that's going to be a fantasy-relevant tight end. Fall into the end zone, you had a good tight end week. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why Hunter Henry was, like, streamed all last season because Mac Jones threw touchdowns to him almost every week. Yeah, I mean, I have Robert Tunyon at 13. Uh, he's he's yeah, at, like, I've, the top of that, that streaming thing for me. He's, like, at 20 for me, but, again, that's a... That he's going to move up as long as if I see him healthy, he'll definitely hit my top 15. I think now that I'm looking at this. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have him statted out that he's going to be healthy and he's going to be the, uh, the safety valve for Aaron Rodgers that I think, uh, he's going to, he's going to get a lot of volume. I think he, I kind of agree. Honestly, the more I'm looking at this, I, I think I was way too low on him initially, assuming health. Correct. Let's see. I, I, I'm trying got, to look, I'm trying to look for another name. That's got Evan Ingram ranked. Cause I do. Um, no, I'm not well, proud of it. I mean, I started <laughs> out. It's 21. So it's not so like I started out 25. So he he's at he's at 25. <laughs> I got I got 21. He's at 21. I don't know. Doug Peterson likes his tight ends. If not that I believe that he's good or talented, but he he can run and he can be a mismatch. So if he you know now in Jacksonville without the pressure of a New York market can improve that's possible that's fair I mean he's he's a very athletic tight end yeah he's just got to catch he got open he just you know dropped the ball yeah if if going to Jacksonville allows him to use his hands correctly sure I'm gonna be too low on him at 25 because they're gonna be losing a lot of games but like no but nobody's drafting him not Unless you unless you need, I mean, maybe as your second tight end, if you really think he's going to in a, a ten great team year. league, nobody's drafting him. I'm yeah. in a sixteen <laughs> team league. I won't be drafting him, and I don't think he's going. He's getting drafted. He might in a sixteen. With how deep that league gets, that's fair. I mean, if you're getting two streaming tight ends, maybe. Um. Any other? I mean, I feel like again, I feel like it almost seems like we kind of rushed through tight end, but that's just the state of tight end in fantasy football. Like there's the big guys at the top, and then you're kind of hoping for the best, and it's like it's, it's, you, you either got a stud or a dart throw. Yeah, that's really all your, it comes down to. Your choice. And like there, <laughs> even some of these dart throws, there's not a lot of dart throws I feel confident in. No, nope. uh, it's all going to be uh, spot starts, and you're going to play matchups, and you're going to see who's playing against bad defenses. You're going to see what tight ends have better quarterbacks, which, I mean, isn't going to change, but that's why I have Robert Tunyon higher than Mike Gusecki. I have more confidence in Aaron Rodgers to get him the ball and, and get a spot start uh, 10 points than I do to a... Logan Thomas yeah. is a name, I feel like. Yeah, that's another he, one we could say. When, I mean, he's had some success when he's healthy. He's been a red zone target and, you know, is a new quarterback. But I do think, again, he has some value as a big target in the red zone. Yeah, I mean, I have him at 18. He's another dart throw for me. Yeah, I have him at 15. I'm not saying, like, I'm big high on him. Yeah. But he's, he's a guy who's, you know, had success before in spurts. Moral of the story, either pick him early or... I wouldn't. I wouldn't use any significant draft capital if you don't get one of those top four or five guys. Yeah, you know, I couldn't agree wait, more. Wait on, wait on it, and take your best shot when it's time. You're, you're either the, you're either the first to take tight end or just be the last at that point. Like, I kind of play yeah. tight end like like rounds basically. If you're picking the yeah. top tight end, you better be in the first round. If you're picking this the number two, 
don't go until the second round. If you're picking the number three tight end, don't go until the third round. And so on and so forth. If you're picking the number eight tight end, there's no chance that I'm that I'm taking a tight end in the, the top seven if I if it's gonna be the eighth best tight end. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean once you're down at eight, I'm not taking a tight end in like a single digit round at that point. That's fair enough. <laughs> I, I do see what you're saying though. And that'll do for today's episode of the PPR Plus podcast. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to reach out or have any feedback, we can be found. Our socials, our Instagram is at PPR Plus Pod, and Twitter is also at PPR Plus Pod. The, pu- the plus is the word plus, not the plus sign. Uh, be sure to follow us on whatever podcasting app you use so that you don't miss any of our episodes. And uh, until next time, we'll be seeing you.